Good, 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 good day, everyone. This is your man, Miles, with Real Estate 360, the podcast. How is everybody today? Well, listen, today's show is going to, we're going to talk about marketing, and we're going to talk about marketing and kind of how things have shifted as of late from the way they used to be with a, a couple good buddies of mine at Gemini Buys, okay? You might have seen them, at least one of them, I don't know, uh, spends a lot of time in the gym, spends a lot of time on social media, but uh, we're going to check them out. We're going to see how they do their thing right after this. All right, everybody, we're back. Thank you for sticking with us. Listen, let me just go into the introduction because I don't want to waste a bunch of time in this one because I know that this is going to be a good talk. So uh, first and foremost, I want to introduce you guys to Nick Mullins. Uh, this is Nick. Hey, Nick, how you doing today? You know, Nick is an American businessman. He's an American businessman. Can you believe it? Those things still exist, right? <laughs> He's an I entrepreneur. This is my Wikipedia. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's an entrepreneur and investor. Uh, and founder, one of the founders of Gemini Buys. Um, uh, he started flipping residential real estate with only a few thousand dollars to his name. And within just a few years, uh, he has you know, really built a portfolio containing both commercial and residential real estate, uh, valued at well over you know, a, a million bucks, I think several million bucks, right? Seven million. Yes, yeah, sir. yeah. I'm sorry, you said how many million? Uh, it's somewhere around three or so right now. That's cool. That's cool. We're approaching five because we all know that right after five, it goes to 10. So, you know, I mean, there's no six, seven. That's, that's exactly right. <laughs> so, so we're going to be talking with Nick and we also have his partner, Cody Hansen. So, you know, Cody is a 42 year old investor born in New Orleans. You know, he grew up in Florida. He has a degree, a degree in design. A graphic design, excuse me, that he doesn't use at all. Uh, he might pretend to do a thing here and there, but he got involved in the bar and restaurant business some time back, uh, and decided and decided that you know physical labor just wasn't you know wasn't in it for him. You know, and he's done um, bars and restaurants from Atlanta to New Orleans, just all over the Southeast, really. And then eventually, uh, he found his way into real estate from a good friend of his. Also, as of late. Uh, he has been his his side hustle is that of a supermodel, and uh, <laughs> and uh, Cody, Cody, I, how did you get into supermodeling? I, I just Man, I gotta know. Just look, just look at me, bro. I don't know. It just fell in my lap. Just look. <laughs> if there's a I, I love supermodel, Cody's heading next. Time. That's right. That's exactly right. So I, I appreciate that. That made my day right there, man. That made my day. <laughs> yeah, man. So I gotta ask. You know, I mean, how long have you guys been uh, involved in real estate? Independently, because yeah, just we just started last year. Yeah, independently. You know, because that collective knowledge, you know, is has is what brought you guys together. You know, the collective knowledge and the, and the need based on the strengths of each individual. So, you know, what? how long have you been in and what, what is your strength, Nick? Yeah, I was gonna say, I'll do mine real quick. Um, so I started in, 
I learned about anything about real estate around 2018. My brother is a real estate agent. He called me, he said, hey, we should buy this house. We're gonna fix and flip it. I said, okay. So we did that. Uh, long story short, we didn't make a lot of money on it. I think we made about 4,000 a piece. Um, from there, I kind of, I didn't really love the idea. So I, I just kind of put it on the back burner. Then I learned about wholesaling from a bandit sign. It was actually um, looking for buyers. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe I'll look into this. Ultimately, it led to me learning what wholesaling was. And um, while we were still looking to do something in the real estate space, because it's my brother, you know, we wanted to work together. So fix and flip was kind of what we were heading toward. And wh while we were fix and flipping um, and increasing our, our deals, we, uh, I, he, he didn't want to know anything about wholesale. But I don't know why I was intrigued by it. So I looked deep into it, started trying it. I did my first wholesale deal probably in, uh, well, no, it was in 2018 when we did our first wholesale deal. 2019 did like four deals. And then 2020, no, I'm sorry, it's the other way. It was 2020, we did four deals. 2021 is when I was, me and Cody really linked up and that's when things blew up for our wholesale side. Mm. Now that, that's what's up, man. And and how about you, Very Cody? short real estate career for me. Hey, hey it doesn't have to take... And, and we talk about this all the time, man. You know, it, it literally does not have to take a, a person, you know, 10 years to become a millionaire, right? Uh, your, your story literally proves that. It, it doesn't take, you know, that much time. That much time. It, it really just, all that really matters is the, the amount of effort you put into what you say you want, right? If you want it, you're yeah. going gonna to learn. You got to know what game you're playing because I've had businesses before that. So I will say about that. It's like nobody can just jump in and start excelling at business. If you have an idea of what business is, if you're good at it, if you know what you're doing, you're smart, you put the right people around you, you can jump into a lot of industries maybe and do well. But for some reason, real estate took off after that initial like kind of speed bump for me where I just wasn't really loving it. Mm. I also had a lot of personal things I had to I had to kill my my hungry entrepreneur that wanted to be doing a million things and when I did that is when everything started going really well for me. That focus matters. I tell people all the time. Yeah. That serial entrepreneur thing only works when you can delegate. Yeah. And and do I believe you can only do one great thing at a time. If you can make it great, then you can delegate and then you can do something else. Absolutely. Great. You got to build it first and then move on. And you, Mr. Cody. Um, twenty eighteen, I watched uh, a good friend of mine in the motorcycle scene. I was flipping bikes at that time, and still had just got out of the restaurant industry. And um, I was watching a good buddy of mine, Justin Ship, just murder it in wholesaling. What I thought was murdering it, <laughs> and uh, and then so you know, I went to. Uh, a local meetup, Renatus, mm -hmm. with him. He invited me. Um, immediately, the first time I got there, I realized that they were just, they were trying to sell a program, and that's not what, what I was really into. I wanted to learn. So um, he told me, you know, hey, I went a couple more times, and I said, this isn't for me. I'm not paying somebody 20 grand to learn this business. Uh, you know, there's no guarantee. So YouTube University, I really just, Max Maxwell, Sean Terry, Chris Voss, um, TTP, Brent Daniels. I just really, you know, 
um, got into YouTube University and I got I learned as much as I could about wholesaling um, and then I jumped out there with bandit signs pretty hardcore in 2019 bandit signs people hate them I love them um, that's actually how I got my first deal and it's actually how I met Nick <laughs> so yeah. for a band yeah. sign right around right around the corner from where I lived 8k matter of fact Candace Briggs was the buyer on that one I don't know I'm sure y'all know her um, Nick knows her definitely but uh, 8k and I was like off of a piece of paper and a sign I just made eight grand and it That's was right. in about three weeks uh, and then, so I just really dove head first. I quit everything. I quit flipping bikes. I, I, I just really went hardcore into it. Um, Nick called me up one day off of a bandit sign and he's like, Hey, let's meet up. We met at a local Starbucks and then that's where we built our relationship from there. Uh, I went to Florida 2020 and did a couple of sub two deals. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, bought some uh, bought some properties or, you know, acquired them via wholesale, flipped them to end buyers, actually became a licensed contractor in Florida with my brother, started another company there. And then, so we, we had a model where we were, I would go find the deal and wholesale it to, um, to other investors. And then we would also provide, you know, the rehab. So I was kind of killing two birds with one stone. I mm -hmm. was double-ended money there. That was nice. My brother was getting paid. I was getting paid. Uh, and that kind of, that led me to discover that I was taken away from making a lot more money that I could have been growing in real estate like via wholesaling and acquiring properties. And after I saw that, it took about a year for me to realize that. And then I just stepped back. I left Florida. I still do deals there, but I came back to Georgia linked with Nick and I was like, Hey, let's grow this. And he was now, like, you know, take now, more acquisitions. But when you made that change, when you made that shift <clears throat> and, and said, Hey, I could be doing more, I could be doing better. You know, was that because you were kind of splitting time between finding deals and fixing deals? It was because I was exactly, I was on that roller coaster, 20 grand here, five grand here, 30 grand here no grand here hmm. and i was getting you know i, I even hit a 99k assignment crazy mm -hmm. I, I loved it but in this business marketing <laughs> um fast living you know i i lived 200 and uh, 246 days that year in in marriott it's not cheap um mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of dollars to hotels gas food um and so that roller coaster, I was like, you know, I was helping my brother and I felt really good because I was trying to grow a family business. And in my heart, I felt good. But when I noticed that my bank account was depleting, I was putting out more than I was bringing in. And I got to a point to where I was like, oh, snap. I, I literally, I got down to like $5,000. <laughs> I got six kids and a wife and a mother-in-law. That is no money. From having, you know, 80 grand, 100 grand, you know, having nice amounts of money to nothing. And mm -hmm. then I was like, I got to do something. And so I hopped in with Nick and we just literally started popping. And, uh, you know, we saw the business grow. We agreed to join each other. And I, I own Hanson Property Solutions. And I kind of, I'm, I'm letting that go and just okay. combining straight to Gemini. Um, you know, I need someone that can dispo because I hate dispo. 
and he needs someone that can, you know, handle acquisitions. Not that he doesn't. Yeah, we, do it, we fit each other's personality perfectly. Yeah, literally, yeah. he he can dispo. He's dispo daddy. No, no lie. This is crazy. <laughs> and I'm Cody the closer. I, I'll get him in there. And once I start running my mouth and, you know, letting them know what we can do to solve their problems and our value proposition and how we can help them, it's over with. And once I build that rapport, we, we keep going. I'm, I'm closing deals right now. I've been working on for two years. Nope. Uh, so that it's in that follow-up. But, you know, we merged and everything really is coming together. Um, we're growing together, maturing together in the business. And uh, so I'm, I'm ready ready to see what the future holds. That's right, man. So it, it brings me to my my next question. And I guess the topic, you know, of, of what we're doing here today. And that's marketing, you know, marketing. Uh, and all of the stuff that goes with marketing because it's just not making calls, sending text messages, banded signs. I mean, there, there's a lot more that goes into it today. And it's a lot different today than it was four years ago, right? I mean, you know, we're just going to, yeah, it's totally different. I mean, forget 10 years ago, you know, <laughs> I mean, that 10 years ago is like, you know, the 1900s, you know, the early 1900s, right? <laughs> So, you know, I mean, it, it, I mean, things have just, have just changed and grown so much in the last five years that you still have a lot of, you know, real estate, quote unquote, real estate gurus out here that are teaching you, you know, hey, I'm going to teach you how to wholesale. Hey, I'm going to teach you how to fix and flip. Hey, I'm going to teach you subject two. And all that is fine and dandy. All that's great. I love it. But. You can do none of that until you can market for the deal. And you can't build a business until you can, can consistently market, right? So, you know, what does that look like for, for you guys in the way your business operates? Because I know, you know, that some things have changed. Yeah, so our marketing is actually an interesting story because we probably, just like you talked about, the gurus that teach the, you know, I guess like it'd be prehistoric now. Yeah. Um, but because of our different personalities and, and, you know, the leads that are generated by a different piece of marketing are interesting. Uh, like we talked about RVMs earlier and mm -hmm. we, I never liked them. We never did them as a company. I did them as an individual for about two months. Kind of noticed that more people were calling the missed call back versus the actual voicemail. Yeah. And uh, I just didn't love it. And, it. and it felt to me like it was going to be regulated pretty quickly. So if I see something like that, I'm not really a fan. Uh, bandit signs, I never really liked either. But the person that, that it attracts, is it's a different type of person, right? And yeah. uh, it's a different type of motivation. So in the beginning, I think everybody kind of hops to those cheaper tactics. And we did do that. So, And you're also talking about as a company, uh, you're talking about you know 18 months or so of um, – like what we've been doing. So we, we move fast. We started with some bandit signs. We've gotten deals from bandit signs. We are all cold call right now. So we're like 90% of our deals are generated from cold call and SMS. Mm -hmm. And I put those together, I stack them together. Um, we have a team who they just focus on cold calling and SMS. I do see the regulation in SMS. I see how SMS is kind of getting throttled back. Yeah. Uh, for about a month, we spent 
you know, a whole month getting, uh, we were blocked by AT&T, the, the yeah. entire carrier, like no SMSs going through. And, and you know, it's crazy when we're, when we're talking about that SMS, we, we were talking before, and I'm just gonna say it, you know, we, you know, we're spending, I don't even know anymore how much we're spending on telephone numbers. I mean, just to oh, stay just ahead. just numbers? Yeah, just numbers, just to stay ahead of the cancellations. I just bought 50 yesterday. You see, and then you, you know my... People have a hard time with this one, but yeah. it, it really will save you. Um, it, for every agent, we buy like 30 numbers. Yes. Yeah. And, every and, two months. And, and I'm at the 50 numbers. I'm at the 50. So for every caller, there's 50 numbers. And then I'm only doing, I limit, I limit it to, you know, I know how many people are going to be on, you know, every day and they know how many uh, text messages they're going to send out. But we're not sending out more than a thousand text messages a day. And I know that there are a lot of people, well, the few people that actually do this and talk about it and potentially teach it um, will tell you just keep going till they tell you to stop, you know, just keep going. And I'm, I'm just not a, see, but it's pushing the envelope like that that gets to what you're talking about in terms of regulation. Yeah. I don't want to complicate it too much, but if they're focused, if they're looking at their numbers and their deliverability, you, you're kind of, it's kind of a fallacy to tell people to keep going because you're constantly, it's like walking through the mud with like uh, some boots that are loose and you're losing it and just keep on trucking. Like yeah. that's fine, but your, your coverage is getting worse and worse. Like we're losing so many, I mean, we went from a, you know, 90% deliverability to 70 to 60 yep. to we're like, you know, and, and you still get charged and I know it's a fraction of a cent. You still get charged for the, uh, a message yep. sent. So, yep. you know, we look at all this stuff and that's when we started to see like, oh, okay, AT&T blocked us as a company, uh, the whole carrier. So um, some other ones, it seems they're not as heavy on the regulation just yet, but what they are heavy on is um, messages that are repeating, that are saying certain buzzwords. Mm -hmm. And Batch does a good job of saying, hey, you know, keep these words out of these messages. And plus, you know, get creative. Get creative and try to offer solutions. Um, the idea of blasting people on a list is kind of, you know, there. I guess you could say there's got to be a better way anyway. So we do more cold calling. I'm on the same page as you, Jason. We do about a 1,000 messages a day. A lot of people I know do 30,000, 10,000, like ramp it up, ramp it up. But now I'll just say basically it's like we're doing just massive text blasting and every every day or so it's just going to get less and less deliverability. That's right. Until maybe the time goes by and, you know, that whole, all the bragging you did about SMS, like, man, we were getting all these deals. You, you know, they're still slowly coming in. And uh, next thing you know, you're out of it. You're just jacked up, and you got to start a whole new LLC, and you got to register new numbers, and you got to do it all over again. That's right. And I think that, <clears throat> pardon me, I think that uh, by kind of throttling, you know, because you can see it. You, you you mentioned it already. I mean, just because you're pushing out more doesn't mean you're getting more, right? right. And And you have to be on top of that. And how many messages... Uh, you know, do you have in your text message campaign? Um, I have 30 in there so that I can rotate. Uh, I think we have like 20 something. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's important as well. And to be a creative writer, you know, and not using and write, you know, Batch does do a great job and say, hey, 
Here are some words. Here are some phrases. You know, I'm, I even see people use, you know, numeric numbers instead of the letter in hopes of missing out on the algorithm. Don't give away our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you tell them how to spell offer. <laughs> We're all doing it. Hey, that's a key right there. Focused on that one. Don't, don't figure it out. You know, again, it's creative writing, right? It's I don't I don't care how you cut it. It's creative writing. There's so no one here. Oh, and there's a zero. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> to your point, though, you're right. I mean, the gurus they'll tell you about you know, you know, go go text blast, go blast, you know, yeah. a thousand. Oh, I got a deal. Oh, well, now blast ten thousand. It's like maybe that thousand got you a deal, but that ten thousand. Maybe gets you a deal. So you really got to focus. You got to look at the numbers on everything. So that's why with marketing, we initially, we kind of jumped in with everything. Fanda signs, direct mail, a little bit of PPC later now. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't have a website for a long time. But anyway, um, what else have we done? We've done door knocking, everything. If it exists, um, we've done it. But right mm -hmm. now, it is SMS. It is cold calling. And I'd probably say it's about you know, 80% cold calling. And that seems to be working pretty well. But since we are talking about marketing, I do sit and think a lot about, we got to get more into uh, PPC mm -hmm. and even direct mail more so, because these are things that are not as regulated as far as, far as they're not as regulatable. They're not going to be, I don't think they're going to stop us from sending mail. No. PPC I mean... also scares me a little bit because Google can just say, you can't market to homeowners. Like, not, yeah, but, not like a, a desperate homeowner. Yeah, but, but even then, they're, they're gonna be, you know, if they throw, you know, us real estate investors out, you know, they're gonna have to really rewrite laws to make that happen because yeah. there are, then you're gonna say, hey, lenders, you can't, you can't market to people that need money. Why would you possibly do that? You know, no, no way. Well, the good thing is real estate, we have the banks on our side. We yeah. have uh, big, big companies. Uh, I mean, real estate's a great, it's a great business model. So there's a lot of big hitters here. And yeah. uh, that part of it's true. But um, I, I believe that PPC and direct mail is the right direction for us to head. You know, we're kind of hedging it. Um, we'll have our SMS, we'll have our cold calling. And we'll expand all that too. It's working, yeah. you know. Now, and I want to go inbound versus outbound. For sure. Some leads you get inbound, you don't get outbound. That's exactly right. And PPC is a huge, huge one that so many people are, are lacking. And then again, that's bringing it forward into you know modern day marketing techniques and tactics. Um, and there's a few different ways that you can go about doing that. One of the simplest is. And most affordable, to be honest with you, is whatever market you're in, have a commercial, you know, a, a 30 second, a 60 second commercial and just let it run. I don't care if you're spending you know, $5 a day, $10 a day, $20 a day, whatever it is, it's a lot cheaper than putting it on television and you're going to talk to specifically who you want to talk to because, you know, Cody knows, you know, we spent a few years ago, we were spending anywhere between five and $10,000 a month on television commercials. But think about it. I mean, just, just think about it for a second. When, when you really put some thought into it, you're like, okay, I'm going to play this commercial in these areas. 
how many houses do you buy that you're buying from the actual person that lives there? You know, I mean, if you're, I mean, yes, you're going to buy some, that's for sure. But, you know, if you're marketing in, in a heavily, you know, rental market, because it's turning, you're, you're marketing to the renter. And then you're begging the renter to please call your landlord and give them my number. You know, I mean, that's not, you know, because they might be in, you know, Arizona, California, wherever they are collecting rent. They're not seeing your commercial. They're not seeing your commercial. So yeah, uh, PPC really helps. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. You know, so PC, uh, uh, PPC, this is PCP. PPC. <laughs> you got, that ain't going to no deal. <laughs> no. Uh, but I do recommend PPC. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, for me, that's, I mean, we're pulling in, uh, in the markets that we're in, it depends on the market, we'll spend anywhere between 20 bucks and 50 bucks a day, right? And those are bringing, like in Atlanta market, and that's where I'm at, you know, we're spending 30 bucks a day, and it brings us 20, 25 leads uh, a month, and those leads will give us two, maybe three immediate deals, immediate deals, not the follow-up deals, but immediate deals. So when you're looking at return on investment, 30 bucks a day, 30 days, $900. It's cheaper than a direct mail campaign. It's absolutely cheaper than a regular commercial. And you're going to get three deals. And, you know, every deal is different. But on average, our wholesale deals are about 6700 bucks, right? Not talking about the home run or the grand slam, but on average, we're right around $6,700. So just looking at our average, we're getting, if we just got two deals, we, we had a $900 ad spend to make, you know, 13, four. That's not, uh, that's a, that's a, a wonderful, wonderful return. And then there's the follow-up and the follow-up and the follow-up, which, which goes to the next thing. I mean, you know, that's Cody, where all the money's at. that's exactly it. You know, Cody brought it up uh, in the, in the beginning of this. I mean, so many people. Uh, new investors, even existing investors, to be honest with you, uh, people that have been in the game for a while, they'll buy a list, run through it one time with whatever whatever they do, whether it's cold calling, direct mail, and then buy another list, you know. Yeah, I didn't get a deal. Exactly, you know, and there's no follow-up. There's no follow-up at all when, when there's people that say no to an offer or people that say, I'm not ready yet. You know, there's there's so many things that say, please call me next month or please follow up with me, you know, month over month, quarter over quarter. You know, those things are vital to the success of your business. I mean, how do you have a business if you don't follow up? And then if you're just looking at, you know, your regular sales process, not just in real estate, but just in general. I mean, you've got to touch people 12 or 13 times before they buy from you. You know, so why is it any oh, different when you're asking them to sell something other than their pain points and their need to sell? Because, of course, that's a real thing. You know, following up is significantly important in, you know, having a good CRM in place, you know, having a good good processes in place. Right. Those things are going to matter. They absolutely matter. In the old days, you know, what my process was I had a file, you know, those those stacked file things. You know, on my desk. Oh yeah. And I had twelve yeah, file folders. Twelve file folders in them. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, wow. September, October, November, December. And when I was talking to people on my property information sheet, I'm writing everything down. 
Get it? Okay, I'll follow back up with this one in a month. And then they go into the April one, you know? Wow. <laughs> so, and that was in... The, yeah, that's rough. That was in the old days. And the old days were seven years ago, eight years ago. Oh, we're spoiled. <laughs> you know, I obsess about that stuff, though. So the systems and stuff are pretty tight. I can, you know, we can pull up the lead right now in our CRM and we can see how many times... We actually do this in team meetings. We'll show, especially the new folks, we'll be like, look, you know, Cody's been working in this lead for 18 months. He's touched the guy, maybe this isn't typical, 40 times. They've had between a text message, a call, a missed call, a returned call. Like any time there's an interaction between the two. Yeah. And on average, it's probably closer to like 18 to 20 something. But some of these people, well, here's a good one for people. I guess if there's people out there that are, that are listening to this to see what do I need to be doing in real estate, I got two pieces of advice. Uh, don't follow up so that we can make more money. And if you actually do want to make money, if you do want to make money, I, anybody who tells you you're going to get deals really fast, it, it's very rare. Most of our deals are, they're seasoned. They're in there cooking up. You know, they need to be touched. They can't just sit there. They need yep. to be touched. And uh, you got to think about it. You know, think about it as more of like a, a bunch of uh, dating and you're trying to find that one you're going to marry. Yeah, because and you just marry a lot of deals because they're not going to trust you after like the hey let's do it let's go you ready yeah. like no yeah you and I think that, that trust I think that's vitally important and in, in my uh, training or coaching or mentoring whatever uh, I'm telling people you got to build up your pipeline yeah you're going to get a deal here and there but if you're new to this and you're coming in give yourself ninety days. Because you have to build up your pipeline. You've got to build up your pipeline. And you know what? Great. You don't have a bunch of money to buy, you know, several lists. Well, you don't need it. That one list, one list can take you five or six months or longer to, to, for it to really cycle through your company, right? So if you're new, I mean, buying the list or getting the list is one of the smallest expenses that you're going to incur, you know? But, I mean, I use batch leads. Right, so if you just went with the basic version of batch leads, that's going to give you ten thousand leads a month. You know, ten thousand, like hundred something bucks. Yeah, it's going to be like a hundred bucks. You know, with the skip tracing and so on and so forth. And and if you have a job, I'm telling people, you know, here's here's who you need to go to get a VA. That's a quality qualified VA. If you have a job and you can't spend four hours or five hours on the day. Let's spend 20 bucks a day on this cold caller over here. And basically they're setting appointments for you. Okay. And you just go from there. You go from there. And that's literally, you know, lunch, you know, because most people are going out to eat almost every day, you know, maybe twice yeah. a day. You know, Cody has to have his Starbucks every day. You know, <laughs> what's that like eight bucks, Cody right? Cody that Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that truck, man. You got to, that truck is wrapped. I'm going through that drive-through. Everybody and their mother sees me up there. That's right, uh, man. But it matters. That's though. another good point, Jason. And that's part that's of marketing. Alternative advertising. Yeah, he's got a truck wrap. It's brought us two of our biggest deals ever. That's right. It matters. One, a massive one. Hey, how many hundred thousand dollar days have you had? Days. Yeah, to break it down like that. There's been a few, but uh, we went from. I mean, we could go over it all. We went from our deal flow. It's it blew up so fast. It would go from like a couple of deals a month to. And I'll be honest, the way that our our deals kind of work, and this might have a lot to do with how Cody is uh, 
just kind of really good at finding, I don't know, I'll just say it. He was a chef, right? He's good at finding juicy, juicy deal. That's right. <laughs> like this guy, our average deal size, for example, is around 32,000 right now. That's, that's so, solid. I mean, in our pipeline, this uh, for February, we did like a 30K, 70K, uh, like three or four 8Ks. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how our pipeline looks at any given time. And I'm, we don't, we're not going to go into it, but we've, he's got a few he's cooking up in there that are, you know, 70, 80, 100 plus. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Plus. Now, I will say this, uh, a lot of those also, and yes, we do have 80, 90, 100K assignments, but a lot of those right now have been since we started to merge toward, look, the market's hot. Um, we have the money. We're taking stuff down. We're doing wholetails. We're doing fix and flips. Um, and those are really... And explain to up, the listeners what the, Explain to them what the wholetails are. <clears throat> so a wholetail, what we're doing with a wholetail is we see a property that basically you would assign. Um, we judge it based on the condition. It doesn't need a ton of work. It's in pretty good shape. You know, maybe it needs paint, carpet, something like that. And instead of just assigning it to somebody, making our 10, 15, whatever, and letting them go make the 30, 40, uh, we're just taking it down and we're putting it, I'm going to be honest with you right now in this market, um, all but a few of them, we're, we're putting them right back on the market, almost as they were. Maybe we'll go in there and do some cleanup, do some carpet and paint, stuff like that. That's right. That's I mean, the whole tale. Yeah. You know what we call it? Slap the ugly off of it. That's what we call it. Yeah, slap that. <laughs> yeah. But make sure if people are going to do this, make sure they really are three different things. The assignment, obviously, the wholesale, mm -hmm. and the wholesale. Don't go take, or I'm sorry, and the, uh, the fix and flip. Right. Don't go taking down stuff that needs real work that's not going to list thinking you're about to do a wholesale. Yeah. So and you really got to know what you're looking for. That is, that's the truth. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's a real deal. So I'm, I'm doing one similar to that. Uh, and for me, this was a driving for dollars thing, right? So I was driving down the street and I was in a, a really nice community. There's a house that is, I mean, there, literally there was stuff falling out of the garage and falling out of the front door, literally. And it, it has a gate. So the gate was, it looked like someone rammed through the gate and it was just wide open. <laughs> so I drove, I, I did a U-turn. I was like, this name, something happened here. You know, I need You're to see. What... <laughs> no, yeah, no. You may have identified some motivation. There. I definitely identified some motivation. So long story short, you know, I go back, look at the house and, you know, typical to us real estate investors, we drive up in the driveway, we get out of our truck and we see what door is open. You know, we're going to look through windows. You know, we knock first. I mean, we're respectable. There could be someone in there. Right. But this house was absolutely trashed, man. I mean, you you can imagine, you can imagine what what happened in there. You know, my my thinking is it was a cookhouse, to be honest with you, right? But it wasn't. That was my initial thought. But it but it wasn't. It wasn't. They were using it as a as an illegal kennel. He's about to list it. <laughs> I am. It's what we're doing right now, man. We're, it was not a cookhouse. It was not a cookhouse. <laughs> it was. They were raising dogs in the house. In uh, I've the seen house, that. beautiful I've house. Seen I've seen grow houses just like that, where people have this beautiful half million dollar home. Yep. And then you go inside, and there's tubing and venting and hydroponics, and they're cutting through floors. Yep. And they're grow. 
That's crazy, we, man. We we had a house like that. It was uh, I it was way before, like I even thought about recording anything or looking into it. I was a complete noob in a house, and this lady, uh, really quickly, you know, she brought us into the house. She's like, you know, what do you think? What would you pay? And I'm like getting very confused walking through it because throughout all the closets, for example, if you opened a closet in the house, uh, maybe in that central location, there was um, like hydroponic tubing and stuff running throughout the whole entire house. Mm. And I was just like, it didn't take long. And the shower, there were clippings of marijuana. Yeah. Um, there were bad, it was just very suspect. And I was just like, what did you say you do? Exactly, right? And, um, looking back at it, it's hilarious. But at the time, it was... It's actually very weird. You know, I mean, we run into a lot of different types of situations as real estate investors. And I think that, you know, most people, I mean, someone needs to really write the the memoirs uh, of a real estate investor because it is, I mean, the stories that we could tell are just, I mean, they're just. Uh, you're right. There's a better way to tell some of these stories. There's some interesting stuff out here. <laughs> it's just crazy. But, I, okay. So. You know, we talked a lot about marketing and processes and things like that, but what kind of tools? I mean, we talked about batch, uh, batch leads. I think it's an absolute fantastic tool for people. Uh, it's, it's really easy, a comprehensive uh, learn. You know, batch leads is something that uh, I recommend to the people that I work with, but there are other things out of there. You know, like uh, there are a ton of CRMs. That's a question that we get all the time you know what crm should we use and how do we use it and to be honest with you there's there's no from my from my experience there's no one way one service that i could say hey go here because uh, just because of the way people are going to use it right so, so what i was going to say it's a tough answer. answer yeah then what do you guys use as crms or as your cody CRM? just asked what you use jason yeah. uh, i'm sorry say that again I just asked what CRM you're using. Uh, I was still with Podio. Oh, so let me sit. When let me Cody and link. I got together, he he walked into. I'm going to tell you just real quick what I'm good at: systems, processes, uh, getting leads. You know, just putting together that stuff. Cody walked in to me like, have you ever seen that picture from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Where he's got the board up and he's a complete disaster. Yeah, yeah. Cody walked into that and he's like, "What's going on? You know, let's do some deals." And I'm just like, "I've got the system," and and it was a mess. And it needed someone who could just you know fill that void and, and really get deals closed. So we were using um, Podio because mm -hmm. again, if you watch any video on the internet, you're going to start using Podio. It's mm -hmm. just the way that it is. And it was, it served a purpose, it was cool. And I, I spent a lot of time building out our Podio. Um, I spent a lot of time. And if it wasn't me spending the time, it would have been a lot of money spent. But everybody agrees that it was a pretty solid build. Um, it worked, but it didn't do a few things that we, that we wanted to see. So for me, and just like you're saying, I hate answering the question for somebody because it's yeah. like, what's CRM? You know, if it doesn't work for them, they're gonna hate you because that is the lifeblood yeah. of the follow-up, which is, the deal. So we use our CRM called Resimply, but the way that we started using it is we identified what we want the CRM to do exactly for us. And everybody has to identify what they want the CRM to do for them. Mm -hmm. What we wanted it to do, obviously, somewhere to contain all the leads under a status so we know what they're you know what they're doing. We want to know what's next, so we needed some tasks. But again, everything does this. What was really 
really important is we wanted to be able to see and hear all of our communication with that lead. So the one that we use recently has a built-in um, you know, dialer or call system built in. Every SMS, every phone call, it's all recorded. You can listen to them at 2x. If you just want to hear it real fast, three-minute call, listen to mm -hmm. it in a minute, minute and a half. Um, all the messages, you can call them. We have virtual people on our team too. So the cool thing is it's a dialer, it's a, it's a phone system. They can pick it up and call or text, email, whatever, all through the system. It um, sounds also like it's I'll a little bit, it sounds a little bit also like, cause you mentioned that you can assign tasks. Did I hear you correctly there? Uh-huh, yeah. So it's also to different people. project management as well. So matter of fact, um, you should probably take a look at it. I'll give you, we can do a, a stream or whatever if you want i can show you how it works i actually when you said uh systems and, and you know what tools are you using mm -hmm. i literally pulled up my income statement for the past two months so i'm looking at all the tools that i pay for because i wanted to tell you you know everybody exactly what we're using yeah um it does all my accounting it just like quickbooks i go in every couple of weeks or every week and i fill in you know what this transaction was you know the vendors the, everything Mm -hmm. um, it tracks the commission. It really has a built-in, um, what well, does? It's a built-in uh, accounting, financial. Mm -hmm. And I can actually, listen to this, Jason, this is pretty cool. I can take that deal, 123 Main Street, with the $10,000 assignment and the $2,000 commission here, you know, say acquisition commission, disposition commission. I can take the lockbox that we bought. I can take, um, you know, the HOA letter whatever it may be if we bought it or whatever and put it all under that property and it'll show me per property what our actual profit was all see, in that system yeah see now that is it also does list stacking oh that's that's great because the list stacking is so so vitally important you know i i mean we talked about that before but you know that is a a, a very good service you know and <clears throat> for people that are getting situated to have because it's so much easier when you can have so many things just in one place, right? It gets yeah. really convoluted when you've got, you know, five. Oh, you'll have five. 15 different softwares. Yeah, it's, it, it really gets convoluted in that way. And, I, and, and so that, that works out really well because, again, you know, your project management, depending, and there's all type of different ways that you can define that, especially if you have employees or VAs, contractors, you know, whatever it is. You're going to want to be able to share a certain amount of information with that individual or with that group of individuals. So <clears throat> project management is something that I absolutely, you know, wholeheartedly believe in. Uh, Monday is a great one for that as well. But yeah. that's it's not going to have all of the things that all of the tools that you're talking about because it's not really geared towards that. Right. It's geared towards yeah, this is built specifically for real estate investors. Exactly. So, you know, those are fantastic things. But you find people like. You know, because I'm a guy that's kind of segmented in that in that manner. So I've got, you know, this here and that there and that there with with knowing that I want to pull it all together. And I'm constantly looking for for ways, you know, but solutions, scary, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you got to change that, everything up. One solution that pulls them all together also doesn't do any of them very well. Right. Right. That's so that true. That can be scary, too. That, that is true. So, And I'll be honest, it does everything. I don't want to say good enough. It does everything pretty good. So it works. Yeah. Well, we'll just say that it works. That's right. That's right. We, we, we've done a commercial for them. We've got to get an endorsement fee for you now. 
Well, I know the owner. <laughs> he loves me at this point because I had so much criticism. I had so much feedback. Yeah. Um, we Zoom uh, every month, actually. So that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, my input is definitely uh, it's it's being delivered over there, and I have a I have a discount code, but I don't want to push all that or anything. Again, yeah. CRM, do your own research, know what you wanted to do, and good luck. <laughs> that's right, guys. And with that, I don't want to run too long. Uh, so, guys, I want to thank you for being on the show. Uh, my listeners are really going to get some good value out of this particular content because it is uh, it is key right now. I've got a whole marketing movement going on as we speak, and uh, it is it is uh, it's the one thing that I think I believe anyway. Having been in the industry for so long, having been in the educational aspect of the industry for so long, it is the one thing that our industry has not embraced as. Uh, uh, such of an important thing. Yeah, because it starts there, man. It's the very beginning. It starts there. And it, and it has to be talked about. So for you guys that are listening, make sure you listen to this again. I'll make sure that we have contact information for these guys. If you want to get more information about Gemini Buys, you can get that. Uh, talk to the guys. As always, we like to share good information for you. And yeah, you know, we will put um, your your link for um, uh, Resimply in the description of this for anyone that may want to uh, take advantage of that, uh, or at least at very least look into it to see if it works for you, uh, and and just go from there. So thank you so much for watching the Real Estate's 360 Show. This is your man Miles, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thanks, Jason. Always good. Jason.